0: To the Colton Collective Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Dave A.C. and the Sixth Doctor. and welcome to the Cult and Collective Podcast Commentary Channel. Yes, you found us. We were on Mars, but now we're back. All right, let's see who is joining us tonight. It's Mr. Dave A.C. Hello, sir.
1: I thought you were going to say it's that Grand National Mr. Dave A.C. (laughs) There's a clue in there somewhere.
0: (laughs) I thought you were just a mini Dave A.C.
1: Yeah, and um, did I ever tell you, you know, when I was a little boy, I had a little T-Rex as a pet? Mm.
0: Mm. Well, somebody who's hiding further on down the road behind a tree is Mr. Randall Thor.
1: Hello,
2: I'm just watching this Galloping Gourmet show. Mmm, all (laughs) that
0: food. All that wine.
1: Oh (laughs) slurps of wine, yes. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) All right, yes, there's enough clues. It's episode four of Life on Mars that we're going to talk all over the top of. So, if everybody has their official... BBC copy of Life on Mars Episode four at the ready We'll begin. Are you ready, gentlemen?
1: On the starter's orders
0: Ready to go. Okie dokie, in. in five, four, three, two, one, lay. Ooh. Dead spooky to
3: the opening on this one.
1: Coronation Street, back to street.
3: Oh, there's that ginger tomcat. Oh. <laughs> now,
1: now, my cousin and uh, my auntie, uh, well, great aunt-in-law, lives on a street exactly like that today. <laughs> wow.
0: Ooh. There's the ginger cat. Ta- ginger cat. See, it's Carnation Street. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: cat's name is Ivan Ho, not Ivan Buttons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a comfortable-looking bed
1: there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it's sunny. It's Manchester. Oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, laughs> you, Sam. Don't you
2: know the first rule of time travel, Sam? <laughs> not go back and meet your former self.
1: He's beating up a nuns. Oh. 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 <laughs> Working <laughs> Here we go
3: through a field Sam's just doing his job yes
2: and I like this (laughs) move
3: that's not how it
1: goes
0: Uh oh there we go again
1: (laughs) catch you every time oh yeah
0: And the way he Go on. the way he does the intro is just great too it's just it's not like dramatic, it's just kind of just a spoken thing like you know I don't know it's 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 a weird little thing
1: there she is your girl honey <laughs> <Annie.
0: laughs> you get a lot of look on Marshall Lancaster's face, <laughs> sorry.
1: This, by UK standards, is actually quite a long intro. I know in America you have, like, intros that seem to last a minute and a half, because it uses up time. Right. This is actually quite long for UK TV. But brilliant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh, no, don't say that to her. Oh,
0: like, Leave her alone.
1: You can't buy beer, you can't get beer glasses like that anymore. Yeah. Not in many pubs anyway. The old so dimple Watney's ones.
0: What did he, what did he, what did he just ask him about there? What'd you get? Oh, Grand National ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dave, who's Francis Lee? Uh,
1: Play for Manchester City, footballer. Ah, there you go.
0: See, it's these little things you need to tell us.
1: Uh, Soccer player to some folks.
0: Yeah. Flavor. We need the flavor, Dave. Dave, flavor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll swap red one for you. Yeah. Charlie Edwards, played by David Corden, I think. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's something you don't often hear on American TV. <laughs> Scrotum.
3: <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, he's uh, just got uh, done working on uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Rochdale. Uh, he's also been in uh, D.C.I. Banks as Gareth Todd, Meat Market as Ray. He was in uh, Casanova as a French nobleman, and uh, also in A Touch of Frost. What? And the little girl at the beginning that uh, that we saw was uh, just uh, credited as a young girl, uh, was played by Holly Maylock uh, Leighton, who has been in uh, Shakespeare Retold, uh, Heartbeat, and
3: moving on.
1: <laughs> Something smells a bit here, matey. <laughs> Cancer.
3: <swear. laughs>
2: Going to their usual place.
1: Now, I'm tr- I've am i been trying to figure out where this place is. I, I think I've been to this club. One. I mean, it wasn't named the Warren. That's a false front. But it's uh, on the way to Stockport towards the hospital there. And I can't remember the name of the road. But that frontage is definitely still here. I'm not sure whether it's closed now. But there for many, many years.
2: Oh, interesting use of that song there, especially after uh, we had oh, like, yeah. the previous episode. Uh, Gene referred to as Dream Genie.
1: About this time, it was actually in Bolton, not here. I went to a, a club we used to go to, a club called the Bird Cage, and you have the girls dancing in those uh, little sections. Ooh, oh, dear, echo
3: here! Rob.
2: Yeah, it's
3: the perfect place for that, (laughs) Sam. Oh, no, don't say nasty things, do I?
1: Now a bit of talent spotting. Now, Bobby Charlton played virtually all his career at Manchester United Football Club. Dennis Law uh, started at Manchester City. He played for Heat clubs, did a year there, uh, but then he went to uh, to United. So he played for both teams, which is quite unusual in Manchester, because there's a big divide. Oh, Mark <laughs> Uh
2: This is always a fun thing to play around with on time travel shows. Meet celebrities before they make it big or just when they're making it big and warning them of their death. Because, of course, Mark Bowen, he died died in a car crash after his
3: girlfriend crashed into a tree in a mini. And for anyone not familiar,
2: T-Rex was a glam rock band from the 70s. Uh, I'm not too familiar with
3: them, but uh, there you go. Yeah.
1: This bloke was quite menacing. This, uh... oh, don't mind if I do.
2: yes yeah, sam the the cigar is not the trap
1: hey night's perking up
3: oh Sam <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> keep one warm <laughs> there we go with the song again
1: yeah i mean uh, Manchester, uh for most people will know that this Fierce allegiances to uh, either City or Manchester, uh, or Manchester United. Like the pub I go in on Thursday night, the uh, Hunter's Tavern, all all very, very uh, strong sports as Manchester City. Well, has got the moves, Sam's got the moves. And we just passed. Yeah. Just uh, for a time chat for people. We're just uh, 10 minutes, 12 seconds in.
2: Oh, the actor who plays... That we, that we just saw there, uh, Ian, uh, playing Stephen Warren. I think he's been in a few things we might have seen.
0: Yes, yes. I was just about to get to that. Because
2: uh... <laughs> I, I was just glancing through and I noticed one in particular.
0: Yes, he was in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> While well, I scroll down and, and find that, <laughs> but uh, yes, he's actually got a quite a long career, done um, quite a long, number of things, uh, up the garden path uh, from back in uh, 1990. Ooh. he's been in the Bill Taggart Casualty. Ta-da! Yay, casualty! Uh, most recently, uh, in Doctors. Uh, actually, he's been in it from on and off uh, from since two thousand and
2: five. I think he was also in Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Ah, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, the very first episode. There you go. <laughs> he was—he's listed as playing Horsey Man, so I don't know. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yes. um... Yes, but uh, he was uh, Star Destroyer Captain Number Two in uh, Return of the Jedi. I'm sure you will remember him. <laughs> a very unforgettable character. Yes. He
3: made
1: Hello? The
2: movie. Oh, what's this?
1: It's a, a boom.
2: <gasps> Just ignore it. <laughs> and the whole bit about the, tea, the, the telly in a pub, and apparently that wasn't that common back in the early seventies. <laughs> at least according to the dialogue here. <laughs> when were TVs widely seen in pubs, Dave?
1: I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember when they actually started doing that in pubs, but, uh, uh, I mean, it seems that uh, people who drink and uh, like their sports seems to be uh, quite a diversion. I mean, uh, this, as I say, this place I go on, if there's a football match on... We they even start the quiz late. <laughs> it's annoying. Mm. Ooh. Oh, what
3: Watergate. did you say? It? Uh, hardly, hardly Watergate. Waltergate. Wow. I take it that's
1: in the right time frame, Watergate. Yeah. Yeah. It
3: was
2: early. It was yeah, early seventies. So same time. Of course, Nixon, the Nixon presidency. <laughs> I am not a crook, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera,
0: et cetera. He says
3: while well, he was recording all those messages from little girls in spacesuits. Oh,
1: it's a little puppet.
3: It's a thrashing.
1: Thrashing.
2: That right there could easily be creepy. Yes, (laughs) like this. Um,
1: (laughs) Some, yeah,
2: (laughs) Uh, there we go.
0: Now I have no idea who that is.
1: On the telly, yeah. it looked like one of the actors from *Rent a Ghost*. I don't yeah. know what that part. But looked like an actor that was in *Rent a Ghost* at a later date. Hmm. Perhaps it's just those moustaches that they used to all have.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're talking to the guy <laughs> who played like the
1: the genie. <laughs> When that wagon came rolling, first thing that stuck forward was the bung. I thought it's a Dalek coming down the street. <laughs> me
0: too, me
2: too. <laughs> uh, I was expecting X by day.
3: Oh, look. Goodness, oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, we have fun. That's oh, good. same number as in his dream. It's Blue Tardy's door as well. Uh-huh.
2: And here we see Sam weighing all the ramifications of time travel and meeting her past self and saying, oh, you know what, screw it, I'm mean, yeah. anyway. the doorbell anyway.
0: <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's a bit Ooh. tasty. And then you're like, oh, it's Sam's mum.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and that, that bit tasty there is, uh, <laughs> Joanne Froggatt, who is
3: just gorgeous.
1: What's well, the colour set? Quite
0: interesting buddy, Bowman The same <laughs> name as a singer. Quite interesting there. Mm. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, she's just got uh, in pre-production right now, uh, playing Mary in uh, Filth. Uh, and Is filming. Uh, you want to kill him? Uh, playing Sally. Uh has been in Downtown Abbey most recently on TV, as yes, Anna. Was also in Robin Hood, Identity. The Royal Family.
1: Well, quite a lot she's been in.
0: Yes, Paradise Heights. Nature Boy, Bad Girls, Coronation Street. Is uh from 19, uh, 1997 to nineteen ninety nine is uh, uh Zoe Tetrisol. Yes, they
2: have records on everyone.
0: Yeah, she's very very pretty.
1: Mm. Yes, and she's got the same look as him as well. You know, you can imagine him her being his kind of mother. Phone, you know, the bone structure. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. That's...
3: interesting with mumps i remember getting a measles mumps rubella shot as a kid
2: <laughs> injection whatever
1: yes. It's
2: the a cat. Uh. <laughs> cat recognizes not displaced people yes
1: <laughs> it's a quantum it's a quantum cat yes <laughs> come on show <stroll> in there <laughs>
0: And it's Stephen Mm. Aintree playing Mr. Cudderway. Stealing somebody's Mm. name now. Now, Stephen is uh, currently working on two things. Uh, In post-production right now is Kelly and Victor. He plays Baz. Uh, and in Lost Christmas, which they just completed, uh, uh, he plays an antiques expert. Oh, He's also been a, a mainstay in uh, Little Britain. Uh, he actually played uh, Vernon in the TV movie of Eric and Ernie, uh, the story of Eric and Ernie, w- uh, uh, Eric and Ernie Wise.
1: Right. He's uh, doing it again as some tea, eh? Yeah.
0: He's been in the Bill upper hotel
1: <gasps> don't don't sam
0: no
2: sam no. Bad idea is bad
0: and uh, yeah just cuz i could say it uh, he's also been in the series titty titty uh, titty bang bang <laughs> just cuz i wanted to say <laughs> that on air you
2: know oh, well considering later in the episode um okay. yeah Yes, yeah, Sam, put that away. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Put your
2: water away.
1: Good. Disappointment to your mother. Huh? Red rum.
3: Red rum.
1: Now, isn't it great? Somebody who time travels who decides to make some money on a bet. Uh. That's refreshing.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Of course, she doesn't realise how much that hurts her, does it? I right. didn't know that that's a family issue. Too young to know at the time.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. The things you don't realise that your parents go through when you're growing up. Mm. things you
3: never hear. He's
1: tarnished himself in her eyes now. And we're just past the 20 minute mark. 28 and 10 seconds coming up.
0: Interestingly enough, uh... There's, I guess, on the DVD releases, they've actually done some uh, uh, soundtrack changes. The track Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones is uh, actually replaced by, I can't change it, by Frankie Miller. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I guess it's a whole rights thing. Probably, considering the Stones, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: There you go, Sam.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: We're what? Watching, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking at the background there. Uh, uh, there was another club in in Ashton called the Bird Cage that was very similar, with the booths around the side. But I suppose basically that's the uh, the standard design of a club.
0: For those of you who have uh, seen have seen the uh, the U.S. version, of course. Uh, uh, this forms the basis of the, the the plot of the fourth episode of the US version of Life on, Life on Mars.
1: And I haven't got any ratings for our listeners this week. Uh, it seems to be a little bit sparse on our wiki page here. So, uh, but yeah. I've got a feeling that throughout the series the, the actual uh, numbers held up pretty well. It, uh, it was one of those series that once you were hooked at the beginning you stayed with.
2: Going back to the the, the U.S. adaptation, it's
1: interesting, the title
2: of the episode this was adapted to for the U.S. was called Have You Seen Your Mother Baby Standing in the Shadows? Which is, going back to the Rolling Stones, that was the title of a Rolling Stones song.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yes, please. Mm. Oh, she's talking (laughs) to him.
1: Oh, did you see that advert for Dance Army on the back of the paper? (laughs) That's been going. It's, I mean, it's still showing reruns now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really?
3: Joni yeah, Newton play played by a... uh,
1: Kelly Wendham. Just because
0: you've got nothing to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the girl he danced with, was it?
0: Yes.
2: One of the two. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, going back to the fact that (laughs) that one actor was in Star Wars, we need Admiral Akbar here. It's a trap!
0: (laughs) Sorry. I stole your thunder on that one. (laughs) Fucker. Sometimes I'm my own worst enemy. Or your worst enemy.
2: Yes, Sam, it is a trap. Even when I saw this episode for the first time,
0: my first thought was, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> my son uses that one all the time, too. Uh, but anyway, uh, on the screen, of course, is uh, Kelly Wenham. God, she makes me feel old. She was born in 1982. <laughs> uh, currently filming a Payback Season uh, as Melissa. It's been in Waterloo Road. Uh, Perseverance, uh, short from 2010. Uh, Holby City, she's been in uh, Off and On uh, since 2005 actually, Uh, all the way up to 2009. Uh, Dead Set, the TV miniseries, is uh, Chloe.
1: I'm born of course locally, born in Stockport which is you know some of the scenes in this were filmed in Stockport so they've used a lot of local actors here, a lot of northern actors Uh, makes the uh, you know the accents consistent across the board (laughs) well that should be suspicious a Manchester girl with a Liverpool friend I mean (laughs) (laughs) ow Uh,
2: you see what you did there (laughs) ouch
3: (laughs) Get your coat you pulled
1: <laughs> mm. 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 nasty uh. oh, I just
0: realised that the, the you know, when you've done a lot of these, you can see what links you've clicked on before. Well, the links it doesn't look like I've really clicked on before is that for Dean Andrews, of course, as we just saw, Ray Carling. Um, most recently, yeah, uh, I just got done doing uh, The Case uh, TV series as Tony Powell in Episodes 1, 2, and 3. Uh, the Body Farm as Peter Collins. Of course, a lot of us will have seen him as Eddie Maynard in... Uh, In Marchlands, which he was just great in, opposite
1: Alex Kingston, of course.
2: I heard Dave react to their
1: mention of the wine.
2: (laughs) They don't say what (laughs) kind of wine it is.
1: Wine? 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 I I I was waiting for Galloping Gourmet.
3: It's coming. I'm sure it's coming.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, I think
0: that's probably before the British was so synonymous with causing riots after football matches.
1: I think her makeup's a bit modern there, it looks a bit, a bit contemporary, uh, you know, not contemporary with the time so much. Should have had a bit more slap on, as they say.
0: Interesting thing about uh, Dean Andrews is uh, back in 2005, he was in an episode of Wire in the Blood where he played a character by the name of Stephen Maynard.
1: Uh Name check. Yeah, so uh, he went from
0: Stephen. Yep, there you go. Go Tell us about the Galloping Gourmet there, Dave.
1: Well, uh,. The strange thing is, he he was born here in the UK, but yeah, you must admit that uh, people seem to think that he was uh, born abroad. Um, I think he was catering in New Zealand. He moved to New Zealand in '58, so he was born in '34. But he was on TVs and he was one of these slurp and stir type of uh, things. Very, uh, very fast paced, very, you know it it was the first of these where he th- you know you throw it in the pan and this that and right. the other and you stir it about and hey presto there's your your fancy omelet with dill on the top and um it was it was quite uh, well liked. it was a, a new generation of cooks more it's of a personality good. really than just a cook
0: right kind of the, the british answer to uh what's her name uh who am i thinking of mike julia child yes julia child And you just put a little spell in here, and a little in the glass, and and there you go. That's my Julia Child impersonation, (laughs) and that's all you're going to hear of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you did it in front of a live audience as well, so it had that sort of energy about it. You know, certainly made well out of it, and did some books. Uh, he's in the chair.
2: In the future, <laughs> yeah, where is she? Well it's a kind of a long story.
1: <laughs> Things are looking up. The honey trap might not be working. Yep.
3: Okay. We're watching yes. the yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I'm just going to give you one, one last time check. We're just going up to the 30 second mark. 30, 30, 30 minute. minute mark yeah. rather. Short episode. (laughs) Wow, they've reused that shot a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's the cat again. (laughs) the cat. uh, cat. The cat's responsible for everything.
0: Yes. It was the cat all along.
1: (laughs) Hey, mom. They won't impress the girls asking for your mum. Yeah.
2: It's a giant cat at the door. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. A
0: bezel brush. So bezel yeah. brush. Wow. Boom, boom.
2: <laughs> oh, there's the...
1: Oh, well, well, well. Did <laughs> <Titty>, he bang bang? <laughs>
2: yes.
0: It works very nicely, thank you.
2: And the creepy girl was. Sm- oh, wait. Random Santa Claus, okay.
1: So <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> I think she put a bit of spice in his food.
0: You think so? <laughs> oh.
1: oh,
0: hello there. <laughs>
3: Ah! Oh no.
0: (laughs) Or yes, depending on who you are. (laughs) Did she pause and look?
3: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yay, go hide!
0: LucasAid! Cure all for everything.
3: That's a
1: reference seeing... to <laughs> We have seen the sky with diamonds. with diamonds.
2: Yep. Which no, that was a drawing by John's <laughs> John's Kid. <laughs> Sam's just got
1: some Luca's aid there, so. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, bit of stimulation, I think. Ooh, that, they haven't done that before. Oh, well
2: done. Hmm. <laughs> Music suddenly.
3: Ooh
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: Or so
2: you. Of course, Luke
1: said used to have that outer wrapping on it.
0: Yeah. So uh, with the cellophane wrap until uh, 1983. Wow. Hmm. I think it's funny. It's like, no, well, no, that's funny. But yeah, <laughs> the funnier that it lasted that long. I didn't realize.
1: Hmm. Bit
0: of, uh... <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is is glucoside is an energy drink. And we think of energy drinks being something that relatively new, but it was first manufactured by in, back in nineteen twenty seven. Uh by William Owen, a chemist from uh Newcastle upon time.
3: Mm.
0: But yeah, Ooh. um, it was created basically to help people with with the cold. Because, you know, when you're under the weather, you had some Lucas-Aid.
1: Here we go.
2: <laughs> yep, here we go with all of the...
0: Apple yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gardener.
2: Any what? other descriptions there, Gene? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a pretty <funny> Christmas tree. <laughs>
1: You couldn't say those sort of things in other programs, could you?
0: No, I'm quite fond of the uphill gardener.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, We're taking, if you're listening to this commentary, although we are PG rated on the commentary the episode may not be PG rated exactly
2: oh mention of Mary Whitehouse oh her (laughs) oh Mary Whitehouse yes
0: Mary
1: Whitehouse yeah she was uh, the founder in 1965 and first president of the the National Viewers and Listeners Association in other words keep her Filth off our TVs.
2: Yeah. Or, as a lot of us know our best for, uh, don't do that uh, Doctor Who. Don't have the Doctor drown
1: at the end of an episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, leave him drowning for a whole week.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I'm quite
0: fascinated by the history of Blue Cassine. Didn't realize it does I mean, the, the original flavor, I don't even know what you'd call that. But now they've got all sorts of flavours, the orange, cherry, apple, lemon, blackcurrant, tropical crush, they had a limited edition black cola one.
1: Uh, I don't think Luke said it was good for your teeth, I think it was full of sugar.
0: Right. Well it come out with, well of course back then it was like, oh sugar will give you energy, you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And one liter of leukosake uh, energy contains uh seven hundred uh, Kcal. Wow. Uh, and it typically contains twenty one teaspoons of sugar. And she saw the size of your dingling. <laughs> oh,
3: <dear. laughs> Sorry.
0: Did <laughs> see she did? Uh, it must have been impressive. Nice. Oh, that crisp white blouse. Oh.
3: <laughs> see, <laughs> told ya. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is some stark walls. Very. <laughs> all right, easy, Dave, easy.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> in the old routine. I don't think you've ever been in any club when they've had the lights on. They look a whole lot more rubbishy oh, when the lights yeah, on. A <laughs> bit like houses when they've taken all the furniture out. Exactly. Oh dear, we'll get watching again. Yes. You're a loser. Oh, that's a song, that.
0: <laughs> yes. i do that one. You think?
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe you are. Maybe you are. She's got some <laughs> legs on her.
1: Yeah, hot pants were I think the rage then as well.
3: Mm.
2: Quite like this bit right here.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the wiki picture, yeah. Mm
0: hmm. Hello. Uh. Hello Mum. <laughs> And a woman back in there with curlers on her, just like Coronation Street. (laughs) (laughs) How am (laughs) I? How am I feeling right now? Is it always this sunny in Manchester?
1: No, I was just thinking how clean that that looks, and of course, um, uh, I'm not sure when the Clean Air Act started, but we used to have a lot more sort of uh, smoggy, dirty days. You know, a lot of coal burning fires and things.
0: Right. I love the the lighting in this because the the there's like like an aura behind her, the the mm. the light hitting the back of her hair. It's quite well yeah. done.
1: Yeah. Which is how he would visualise her. Yeah. hey hmm. she get the crush on you, be careful.
0: Yeah. Well, let's Ooh. see what he is, become his own dad.
1: <laughs> Come on, Red Womb. Come on, Red Womb.
2: Oh, time travel shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Gap year. Hmm. Well, Did I that, take it that, that wasn't a phrase back then.
1: What's
0: a gap year?
1: Gap... Yeah. Yeah, a gap year when you t- you know you do a university course, you take a year out to do some practical experience. Ah. From what I can tell,
2: Oxford doesn't list until 1985 as the first citation of that.
1: Mm. Mm. See we did say that pub's like an end terrace
3: Yep
0: Well that is If that's the back end of the, the bar Yeah
1: well Yeah, fo- friends, younger friends, c- pictures used to be taken on something <laughs> called film. <I laughs> Imagine uh, that. find film that you actually rolled up, and it was inside your camera. You couldn't let the light in until oh, you took brilliant. the pictures. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, Dave, that building in the back there with lion written on it. Do yeah. you happen to know what what or where that is?
1: No, I should do, though. Uh, I I should indeed do. (laughs) But, I mean, uh, we're not exactly short of mills like that around our way, you know?
2: And that's exactly the thing with a character like this, with, you know, how Sam is reacting. Is she telling the truth, or is this still a ploy?
1: Well there's a lion mill in Roynton, Greater Manchester.
3: Mm.
0: It was one of those odd things where, you know, you've got a building that's marked like that that, you know um, obviously it must have been around around that time. Otherwise they would have avoided showing that shot. Yeah. It's so I was the... interested as to as to why and, you know, how
1: and yeah, it's a, a Grade 2 listed building. Cotton Spelling Mill. Ah. Built in 1890.
3: Wow. <laughs> oh,
2: his choice. His draw for the horse.
0: <laughs> Broke his foot, they're going to have to shoot him.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, uh, just reading, um... Uh, You can read about Cotton Mills of Oldham in a book by Gur Duncan and Hunt. (laughs) Ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked an awful lot of this, folks. We're sorry, but, you know. Yeah, this is a uh, t- kind of a turning point in their relationship, really.
2: It is. Going back to the the scene that I mentioned, uh, where at, at back at the dead, back at the the place where Jean was defending Sam.
3: Yep.
1: They're preserving the scene of the crime by smoking all over it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Done by a left-handed man, of course. Mm -hmm.
0: Sorry, folks. Mm. What did you just say?
2: Oof. and of course it's this part of the episode where the international version has a different song than the UK yes. release as Ian said earlier
0: yes somebody's going to get hurt in the second tier
3: <laughs> oof oof
1: Oh Brilliant music though. Yeah. Have we had a list of the tracks played this
0: uh, I do that at the end of the episode, Dave. Okay. You know this by now. <laughs> Some lovely old looking you... buildings in Manchester. Yeah. I'd love to go Definitely. there. Definitely, yeah. a great scene here.
1: Mm.
0: That, like, first thing in the morning, you know, it's the sun's just come up. Pass the bottle of whiskey.
1: (laughs) Strange to think that Uh, within about half a mile of where this scene is filmed is where my daughter lives. (laughs) Can't be much more. Grant's gin, uh, Grant's whiskey rather.
3: Again,
0: yeah. we apologize for the lack of commentary in this, but it is yeah, a, a this nice. This is one of those key scene. scenes here.
2: <laughs>
0: you actually learn something about Gene in this. Yeah, it's not. It's uh,
1: motivation, uh, and yeah. yeah, it's
0: one of those things where you get to you know you get to lo- know a little more about him and find out you know one of those things that makes Gene tick rather than him just slapping somebody around and being, you know, and telling Sam what's what. Come
2: on. I a <mention of> pie.
3: Hmm. <laughs> pie.
0: Pork pies are good. I love pork pies. I can get a decent pork pie here, I tell you. purple wi fronts. Oh my god. How long's it (laughs) been since you had some of them, Dave?
1: (laughs) I never had them. I've seen them on sale, but they Mm. yeah.
3: Mm. Hmm. Uh (laughs) uh.
0: Oh, time travel.
1: <laughs> yeah. How do you look cool with a hat on like that? I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they manage it.
2: <laughs> Fair point there. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> just...
1: <laughs> Not four times.
0: <laughs> oh, that was bad.
1: hey, let me go. Here's some music starting up.
0: Yep. Here we go. Yes. Boys are in. It's
1: a bit of slow-mo here.
0: A lot of people will recognize that uh, little sting at the beginning there from actually uh uh KLM's um uh, um Doctor Natarus. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> mm.
2: ka, ka, go. <laughs> Oh, Roger Whitaker. Ready to avert your eyes
1: in a moment, guys.
2: (laughs) Oh. Things going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) puns. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, Gene. Oh. <laughs> Wendy.
0: Wendy Warren.
2: The moment Gene's been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. So that means... <laughs>
0: Move the folks <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're just reveling in the moment, yeah. folks. It's one of those good, you know, it's worthy of a slow-mo. Well,
1: Look at the size of uh, the
0: lapels on them jackets, I tell you.
1: Nice scene.
0: Some nice birds in there and all. mm mm-hmm. done <laughs> <Yeah>. pub <laughs> mission accomplished <laughs> interesting that Ray's not the one isn't clapping
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> must be the trooper of the cover there
0: Our apologies for lack of commentary on this commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely one of those. One well, of those moments, and I, I I remembered it too. You know, this episode in particular because it's it's well, aside from the Mark Boland reference, uh, it's that point where you
1: know yeah, just checking by the way. It's usually Grand Nationals usually one in about April of the year, so.
2: yeah i hear you it the audio went a bit weird there no
0: i was the yeah episode.
2: <laughs> oh okay that too yeah everyone suddenly disappeared and all the furniture everything's gone well
3: yeah.
2: mostly everything
1: What's he found? Oh, ha, ha.
2: But dressed up with a police hat. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. right next to his Kleenex. Uh, Which
1: explains why he doesn't remember the picture because somebody stole it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's can't be good, Goody close his eyes.
1: <laughs> oh, Roger Whittaker. Yes. I
3: remember the old. Uh... With
0: these have variety shows on. You know, and now Roger Whitaker.
2: What is it? That creepy sock puppet again. <laughs> yes! And there we go. Do, 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 do.
3: Yes. Roll end credits.
0: All right, uh,
2: music in this episode. Uh, Well, hold on, we've got a preview of next time coming up. Oh, yes, we do, never mind. I'll wait. (laughs) Roger Wilkis,
1: 75 now, born in 1936.
2: And here we go next time on Life on Mars. <laughs> Undercover. Oh that's
3: a... Undercover in the
2: <laughs> No, I don't think he does.
0: <laughs> <didn't say> so. <laughs> and there we go. All right, it's over now. Now I can tell you exactly what music you heard in this episode. (laughs) We had uh, Brainstorm by Hawkwind. The Gene Genie, of course, by David Bowie. Uh, Cross-Eyed Mary from Jethro Tell. Hmm, heavy metal band, I think. (laughs) Sorry, had to say that. Uh, Silver Machine by Hawkwind. Uh, Goodbye to Jane from Slade. I Can't Change It from Frankie Miller. Uh, Blockbuster from Sweet. Wild Horses from the Rolling Stones, and I don't believe in if anymore from Roger Whittaker. Ta-da! There you go. Of course,
2: two of those songs, the Stones and Frankie Miller, are interchanged between the different DVD releases. Yes, exactly.
0: Right, but um, good episode. Uh, We get a little more in this one. I think of uh, of what's going on outside of uh, of this. Paradox we've encountered with uh, with Sam um, get to meet Sam's mum she's gorgeous how do you handle that in time travel I don't know <laughs> uh, and yeah and the great start to to the relationship between uh, Sam and Jean and not an awful lot to say on this one but it's just a good a good episode and I'm I'm sure things like this do exist and uh, probably still do in some respects you know bent coppers you know a couple of you know liners pocket with some money to look or look the other way you know but uh yeah quite well done dave
1: yeah i think one of the thing is that um this series doesn't just uh you know have these very high heights and then stay on a plateau this is as you say another level that's that's being added on to what is already a convoluted Thing. You're watching a detective. You're watching a fantasy. You're watching time travel. You're watching psychological drama. You're watching semi, like a drama documentary. Uh, now we're getting sort of social comment. We're getting um, uh, you know social mores of the area. We're getting the um, the sound of the the sound of the 70s, if you will. We're getting the the way that people acted and that, and now we have this layer that um, the complexity that we all thought was there. There's um, there's there's more hidden below, and yet uh, you could see that uh, from the final scene in the pub there, you know, where the station sergeant goes up uh, to him, you know, she's relieved that this has come to an end. She wasn't didn't sit happy with her. That was why when the the first man had been arrested. She was quite happy for Sam to take him off to cell three or whatever. Um, Because, of course, with anything like this, it's whoever runs the station runs the situation. And, um, well, we had the scene at the canal where, you know, uh, you know, Ray says, you know, you're not playing the game. It had become the the way that the station had worked. Didn't sit well with some of them, but they, uh, they kneeled down to it. And it took basically the outsider of Sam to shake them all up and and realize that really this wasn't the way forward uh these were nasty guys and of course it resulted in the the death of that young girl um tried to break away they hadn't been able to give her the support she needed and at that point they realized that um you know there's more there's more to this so uh and of course we had that lovely scene where we went a little bit quiet where uh, uh, Sam and Gina, you know, in the, I can't remember it was the early morning, but are after work, sharing a bottle and uh, just trying to come to terms with uh, what Sam's had to, well, sorry, what Gene's had to deal with in the past. And that was his way of accommodating, getting things done. But, um, yeah, more levels, uh, ever the great series. Episode four, and the thing is still moving forward giving us great insights not so i'm not necessarily saying that um, all that happened in this is exactly how the police forces worked but it's certainly the way that police forces were perceived by many of the public so absolutely brilliant again yep all right mike well, I can think of a
2: couple of nice things about this episode that I like. I mean, what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as Dave was saying there, this and as Ian also mentioned, this episode had a lot of good exploration of Gene's backstory and his history, especially with the bribing and all that was going on. And it was very nice to, to explore that part of, of the story and learn more about Gene and see the, the growing relationship between Sam and Gene, which, you know, and grows as the series goes on. is very very nice to have here, and just, it, just a lot of good a lot of good scenes there, with, especially that where Gene redeems himself there by finally taking down the boss, basically, <laughs> finally arresting the guy who's in charge of the whole bribing uh, scene, which was very nice to see. <laughs> as I said when that was going on, Gene must have really been been excited there. His the one thing he was really looking forward to to, to doing he finally did finally uh, dealt with that demon with that beast inside as as he mentioned earlier <laughs> but yeah this was, this overall this is a great episode and we had, had more of the whole exploration of time travel mechanics with the uh, do you actually go back and meet your former self and uh, with, which is you know, what Sam trying to do there with going back and visiting his mom and he chose not to visit just to actually see his younger self <laughs> time travel paradoxes up in abundance the doctor is somewhere grumbling and muttering to himself
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: damn humans <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah this was another great episode i thought uh, and
1: we, we we had real life people being brought into it as well yes. you know with the footballers mm. and
2: uh yeah that's something that several other Time travel shows that I've seen, especially Quantum Leap, try to do that they do from time to time. They show the characters running into characters, real life, historic, famous people before they become famous, or just as they're becoming famous. And it's right. as we saw saw there, Sam trying to warn him about minis.
0: The interesting thing about this is, uh, normally up until now, the famous people we've seen uh, have been like um, on the TV. You know, uses uh, of you know, clips from TV of the time. Uh, but this time they actually made references to people in that room uh, who were famous. So. And of course, seeing Mark Boland. Yeah, so great episode. Uh, and uh, we're going to do it again, folks. Yes, we're going to talk all over the top of episode five next week. Oh, five,
1: right, actually. Yes, five's cool. next.
0: Um, I'm not What's sure if that episode. Episode five. <laughs> Five, I think, is what it's called. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in case anybody was wondering where we were going next, with this it's episode five. Uh, so, until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Randall Thor.
1: It's goodbye from Dave A. C. And it's goodbye from Ian, the Sixth Doctor. Goodbye, everybody.